to tell you a true story about my husband, Bill, who is in heaven now. He grew up in a home where Christ was a formality, celebrated at Christmas, Easter, and a few other times of the year, but not a reality to any of his family. He could say the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, but he did not know the person the creeds were talking about. I know there are many people who have the same experience. He had been given a Bible at the age of 12, which was the custom in the Anglican church he attended sporadically, but he never read it. He wondered why his parents hadn't given him something useful instead, like a glove for playing baseball. When he was 17, he came to a time of personal crisis and emptiness. He had been relatively successful in high school, but felt empty and without purpose inside. He wondered if there was more to life than his pointless existence. During this time, he was dumped by a girl he had come to like very much, and this experience increased his sense of inward emptiness. One day, he picked up the dusty King James Bible he had been given by his parents and began to read it where it fell open, at the Gospel of John, no less. For the next few days, he was captivated by this book. He read the Gospels over and over again. He kept wondering if all of this could really be true or if it was just historical fiction. The words of Jesus in John 7:37 caught his attention when he said, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He was thirsty. As he sat on the side of the bed, he prayed a very crude prayer to a person he wasn't sure even existed. He prayed, If you are real, Jesus, and are the God you claim to be, I want you to be the God of my life. He felt foolish and wondered if he was losing his mind. But the Lord heard his prayer, as crude as it was, and in the next few weeks, he showed him that he was very real indeed. I love this story. God has used this story in my life to impress upon me the amazing power of the Word of God. You see, I grew up so differently. I have a heritage of many generations of believers in Jesus. I was privileged to have missionary parents who shared the gospel in Africa and have seen the difference the gospel makes in so many people's lives. But what really impressed me so much in my husband's testimony is that he never knew a true believer in Christ. No one ever shared the good news about what Jesus did for us and about having a personal relationship with him. He learned these things from reading God's word, the Bible, alone. I have learned that God's word is powerful and awesome. It changes lives through reading it alone or by believers sharing and proclaiming it. In Deuteronomy 32, 46-47, Moses said to the Israelites as he was preparing them to enter the promised land, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. 
By them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. In Acts 7.38, Stephen, in addressing the Sanhedrin, said, He, Moses, was in the assembly in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our ancestors, and he received living words to pass on to us. 2 Samuel 23.31 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. Isaiah 55.11 says, So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is alive and active. 1 Peter 1, 24-25 All people are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. Psalm 119, 89 Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Thank you, Father for your powerful word, living words, flawless words, alive and active words, purposeful words, enduring words, eternal words that are not idle but are our life. Holy God, to whom all praise is due, we stand in awe.